0: So it might not be clear when you can just get a limit by plugging in the x value and when it won't work. We're going to work through some more examples, and then we're going to have a more formal definition of what a nice function is. I've mentioned it a couple times. And from there, that'll help. And then I will say, though, in general, if you're trying to evaluate a limit, it doesn't hurt most of the time. in the beginning at least it doesn't hurt to just try plugging it in and seeing what you get there are some very special functions where that won't work and i'll point those out in the future but with anything that looks like this oftentimes just plugging it in is a start but just to show you why that will work in this example let's look at the graph again this is evaluate the limit as x approaches negative one of the function y equals negative x squared minus one so Where are the y values going as x approaches negative 1 if we have a function y equals negative x squared minus 1? Now you notice we've moved away from the linear functions into quadratics, and we want to see if they behave the same way the linear ones did when it came to evaluating limits. So what does y equals negative x squared minus 1 look like? Well, let's see. x squared is an upward parabola. Negative x squared is a downward parabola. It flips over. And then subtracting 1, is our vertical shift negative one so it's a downward parabola like this and we want to evaluate the limit as x approaches negative one so as x approaches negative one the question is what value are the y values on the graph approaching and so we can look at it and if we wanted to make a table We would use a table of values close to negative 1 on either side, so negative 1.001, negative 1.01, you know, a couple of those, and then negative 0.999, negative 0.99, you could look at your table on your calculator as well, or you could just plug in each of these x values into the function. Now when you do plug in negative 1, does it work? the opposite of the square of negative one, the opposite of the square of negative one minus one. So when you square negative one, you get positive one, but then you got an opposite in front waiting. So you have a negative one minus another one. Looks like it should be negative two. And these values here will also be very close to negative two as well. And I'll let you verify that for yourself on your calculator if you'd like. So it looks like this value is approaching Negative 2. And I got that just by direct substitution, didn't I? So direct substitution worked. I also know that this is a nice continuous function, and so that's a pretty good, those two things together are a good indication that that really is your limit. You can get your limit by substituting negative 1 in for x. Don't forget the negative out in front and when you simplify, you get negative 2 and since the parabola starts at negative 1, I would believe that that could be the limit of this function as X approaches negative 1. So the answer is the limit is negative 2. The Y value that the graph is approaching as X approaches negative 1 is negative 2. So again, direct substitution worked on this because we had a nice continuous function and it's a parabola so its domain is all real numbers